Welcome, wherever you are in the world, to or back to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Uh, with me today is our uh, ever flatulent um, friend, Darren McDonald. No, ever exuberant. There you go, folks. <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah, good to see you again, mate. Good to good to finally get the podcast back up and running. So hopefully we can get this this going a little bit more often than we have. It's not Darren's fault. Darren's been the one yeah. who's been gung gung ho to do it. I've been the uh, the itinerant slack ass. Oh, with lots of excuses. Well, you know, my, my, um, my schedule's been you know, quite busy lately. <laughs> oh, house painting and grandpiring. Yeah, well. <laughs> You've been busy enough, mate. Okay, preference. <laughs> so, a couple of things we wanted to talk about today. One, we'll catch up with Darren C and, and myself, and we'll let you guys know what we've been up to as far as building bizarre instruments is concerned. And um, also, we wanted to have a chat about the uh, price of cigar boxes. Um. We'll have a chat about that, and then we'll talk about some options that you might have if you're struggling as uh, as I am to to find cigar boxes. And uh, but we'll talk about that in in a little bit because Darren's got some really interesting builds that uh, maybe he can chat about. Uh, and then after that, I thought we might also have a chat about. Um, there's a couple of uh, musicians out there. Um, we tend to focus a lot with the podcast on uh, the builders, and apart from the three people that really strongly come to mind, which would be Mike Snowden, who's a good friend of our podcast, uh, Justin Johnson, who we interviewed well early in the uh, in the history of the podcast, and also Ukulele Ray, uh, who has sadly passed away. Uh, a few years ago, um, we don't often talk talk about the players. So I thought a new thing for our podcast might be. I'm going to, you know, maybe Darren as well if he if he likes. Uh, we're going to go around and see if we can start finding some cigar box guitar players who've actually recorded. Uh, it could be YouTube. It could be um, free music um, download places like I can't remember now. Sound thing or whatever it was. <laughs> Spotify, yeah, places like that, but even... Yeah, Apple. Sorry? Apple. Yeah, but I was also thinking um, some of the the other platforms which uh, allow musicians to actually record freely uh, and upload freely. Wow. Yeah, and I can't... I just a Band Lab would be one that comes to mind. Um, so that type of thing as well. So I thought we'd maybe talk about cigar box guitars... And cigar boxes in general, uh, and also uh, some of the players. I've just dis- I've discovered for myself a couple of uh, a couple of bands or players that have really inspired me. I'm f- I'm feeling really good. But first and foremost, let's uh, let's let's catch up with Darren. See what's been going on in your world, mate. What's been happening in your build world? Oh, my build world. Um... Well, uh, the last thing I posted on the um, Cigarbox um, website was um, my saw blade um, guitar. 
Yeah. Which is my uh, my latest bill. Um, yeah, and just um, going through through my guitars and just um, changing stuff that I didn't like on them. Yeah. So, what kind of things? Well, uh, um, well, I did Jack Daniels one, and I never quite liked the neck that I did on it. Yeah. So I already done the neck, the neck on that. So, yeah. And what are you building your necks so, out of? Because you're you're doing some very very interesting necks at the moment. Yeah, like uh, I had, like when I done the uh, saw blade one, I um, I got some new timber, um, some new type of hardwood, which is um, teak. And uh, I just got all inspired yeah. with the uh, teak. Um, I don't know if you can tell really well. It's a lovely. Um, it's a, it's a really kind of a honey brown, isn't it? With dark. Mm. Uh, so I'm looking at it at the moment. Maybe you can pop some close ups of that on the um, on the on the Facebook yeah. group. But the the teak is um isn't teak from New Zealand? Or am I wrong? I'm not sure. I thought I'm I, don't know, I don't know too much about teak. Um, mm. this is the first time I've come across it. Yeah. And I'm yeah, I'm just really um, curious about um I'm really curious about where where that the teak comes from. I was thinking um Hawaii, but then that's Koa. I don't, oh, yeah. don't know why I had that. Um, I had that thought in my thought in my mind, but that's actually it's a really lovely color because you've kept the. Um, it was an old floorboard, maybe. Um, the reason I'm asking is that you've got that that really nice. If you want to use that catchphrase, uh, patina on the on the mm. main surface on the undersurface of it. And um, it's you know as you've as you've rounded it off, it's left uh, the underside of the headstock and and the middle of the the middle of the neck that really lovely um, chocolatey. It's like a chocolatey brown or red yeah. brown. Uh, what I put there, um, I like I planed the uh, side that I was putting the. Um, the fretboard on, yeah. But side, I I didn't I didn't up as well. Yeah. I just sort of got the um the sander and just started sanding around and just left it all grainy. Yeah. And so can you feel it on your hand? Because I haven't I haven't been over your place for a little while. Can you feel? The grain, but without obviously without the splinters, but you can feel it, the 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 texture of the wood underneath. Uh, in certain spots, you, you can feel the uh, some little grooves, but um, but I, I put that much lacquer on it; it's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's filled in. It, like it's so smooth, like. I think out of all the necks, that's my favourite. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I I love the um, 
I love the the guitar that um, for those who missed it, I put I did put a, a post on the group or on on Facebook a little while ago. Darren very kindly gave me one of his um, I think build number three, and um, no, it, um, no, I think it's four. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Um, what's in a number, my friend? Um, the thing the thing that I love about it is um, I, I saw I I did. Years ago, I thought about using plywood to do a guitar neck, and then I saw Del Puckett do it, and I thought, "Oh, look, stuff it." Uh, you know, I, I, I don't like, I, I don't like riding on someone's coattails. I feel like if I did it, it would be kind of like riding on coattails, and um, I thought, I won't do it. So I never did. I always kind of slightly regretted not actually doing a doing a um, a plywood neck. But the guitar that you've done has a plywood neck, and it's lovely. It is really, it's it's really really nice, and um, well, it's very strong. I've heard, that, I've heard from people that you've been trying to pass it off as yours. <laughs> um, I don't think I could get away with saying it was mine. It's too, it's too different. No. It's too different. It's it's um, <laughs> one of the shut up, Prince. <laughs> One of the one of the things that I find that I really love about particular builders, um, uh, you yourself included, is that um, a lot of builders who have been building for a little while, or have come or have kind of approached have approached it in their own way, and you seem to see see that some particular builders, when you look at something and you go, oh, that's you know that's a, that's a Nigel McTrustry. Like you couldn't mistake a Nigel McTrustry's guitar for for any other guitar. Like he, what he builds, he builds his his own style. Um, Mark yeah. Wilmot, for example, from Cigar Boss Guitar Emporium. Every time I think of a Mark Wilmot built guitar, um, I always think of uh, a very slim neck. He does quite thin. Neck width. So all the all the guitars that I've seen of his have, have all have all had um, quite slim necks, um, mm. and that's like a build thing. So whenever someone said, would say, "Oh, if you know, have you seen, has have you seen one of Mark's guitars?" The first thing I would think about would be that very slim, very slim neck. Um, you know, if I think of your guitars, it's every single one of your guitars has got a rustic element about it that I I couldn't I couldn't begin to build. Because it's just not in my my build DNA. It's not the type of style that I build in. So, yeah. you know, every single one of your guitars has got a really fantastic, funky um, feel about it and look about it. Because, um, and I hope mine, when people think of my guitars and people see my guitars on the website or whatever it is, I, I hope that I've got a particular particular look, I've, you know, a kind of style. And I, I love that when builders have got a particular type of style, and, it, and it, I just think it looks awesome. Um, yeah, because I look at yours, and they, they look a lot nicer and cleaner than mine. Well, they're not nicer. They might be cleaner, but only because I, I, I'll build using, I'll, I will generally build using probably newer timbers. Mm. You tend to use, you tend to use a lot of rough cut um rough cut rough cut lumber um whereas i'll generally use um 
I generally use a, a lot of pre-cut lumber when I'm building my own bodies um, and uh, marine grade plywood. And you've got it. You you really use reclaimed woods. Like I'll use. I, I tend to use a lot. Of, like I'll I'll use usually plantation timber. Um, yeah. And, and I suppose the reason for that was because when I was you know pumping out ridiculous numbers of cigar when I was building, and I'd be doing ten or fifteen cigar box guitars in one batch. You know, it was always it was always a case of speed. So. I found that having to... And I've got a massive amount of wood just sitting there, criminally mm. sitting there, which has been given to me by, by a couple of really groovy guys. And it's just sitting there because I, I don't have time. Like, t- with everything going on, and I know it's... A, <laughs> oh, Adam, poor Adam, yada, yada, yada. It's like... But I literally... I just find that it's very difficult for me to find the time to rough cut that stuff. So I'll generally use plantation timbers, which are pre-cut. Um, you know, fretboards and things like that I'll generally use. Um, I've, I've got some people who very kindly give me some uh, fretboard material. I don't often go and rough cut the fretboard material myself. Um, that's just honest. I'm just, I just I like the whole idea of transparency and openness. Um, I'll use good stuff and I'll build it. I think I build it really, really well, and I build it within yeah. certain tolerances that are, you know, because I, I look at things from a, 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 a Luthier, not Lutherans, <laughs> a Luthierist's point of view, because I do like to, you know, you know, I build electric guitars as well. Um, I haven't for a while, but like I, I kind of started building those. So I do like to be very careful about the tolerances of fret height and all that sort of stuff and, and nut height and yeah. making sure that frets aren't buzzing and all that type of thing. So, but no, I, I wouldn't ever, I can't see myself building a guitar that looks like yours at all at the moment simply because I'm just too fucking lazy to, <laughs> to rough cut the timber. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, what I'm... When I build, like sometimes I'll get really impatient, mm. and and a lot of it, I don't know if you feel on the neck that I uh, on the guitar that I gave you, like on the back of the neck, you you'll see little dents in it. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's and like I always try to make it uh, as smooth as possible, but then I'll get sick of it (laughs) (laughs) and i I, and i would just have enough and and just yeah that and just go with yeah well see here's the thing i was going to go i was just about to say yeah but it's a cigar box guitar like who cares you know what i mean like and and i mean that with respect Mm. because at the end of the day it's you know as as many wonderful people have said it's a box with a stick through it right so I do like the fact that cigar box guitar necks quite often have got a little bump or a little thing or if a, a bit of, you know, if you've had a little bit of pull out on your on your route, table router, like you're not really going to throw, you won't throw the neck out, you'll either stick a bit of bog in it or you'll just sand it flat so no one scratches themselves. <laughs> Hence one I did yesterday. And, um, and, you know, if it were a six string guitar that I was going to sell for, you know, for a couple of thousand dollars, 
that would be a different, you know, for that would be a completely different story. It would be, it would be, in, it'd end up in my fire in the fireplace at the moment. But, <laughs> but I'm getting to. Sorry, I'm getting to a point. And the point that I was getting to was, um, with the guitars that you build, you've actually mm. never built. If you wanted to use the term, and I'm going to put it in inverted commas for you, but no one else can see, like thingies, well, well, right? Yeah, that thing. You've never built a cigar box guitar. No. No. Just because I can't afford them. Hey! Nice segue, sir. Brings up the next topic. Brings up the next topic. Um, oh, hang on. I'll be rude. I'll just, I'll dive in quickly. What have I been doing? I'm back building again. I am back taking yeah. orders again for Duke Joint Rockers, uh, for anyone who's interested. Um, I'm not going super crazy on bizarre special orders. I've decided not to at the moment because I'm too busy teaching um, to 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 deal with that. I'm building guitars I want to build. I have, as you, I'm going through my inventory of stock at the moment, stock guitars that haven't sold. I've got a couple of guitars which are actually cracker guitars which haven't sold in a year. And the only reason I can think that they haven't sold in a year is simply because they have piezo pickups in them. So I'm going to go. Th- I'm going through all of my. I'm going through all of my stock uh, at the moment. Uh, any guitars that are piezo at the moment that can, and I've done one today, and it worked out beautifully. Um, any piezo guitars that I can um, rebuild with an electric guitar pickup. I am doing so. Uh, those that aren't, that's a fine. They'll, they'll stay on the website. Um, but I am going uh, really headstrong into and gung ho into um, electric guitar pickups. That just seems that the mar- at the moment here in Australia, that's what the market wants. Um, you know, most of my most of my cl- sorry, I'm just getting Prince's ball. Um, most of my clients. Uh, or most, a lot of clients who go to eBay, for example, um, there's a lot of stock on eBay at the moment um, where people are using electric pickups. I don't generally find eBay is a good place for me to sell through. Um, I usually find it's a good, it's a big beginner's market. Um, I.e., people will be buying a gift for someone and they'll go to eBay, so they don't really know what they're getting, um, and they'll generally go for something that's a little less expensive than 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 I do. So I still have my stuff on eBay because I'm not stupid. I'm going to. Um, but most of my stock will sell through my shop. But I went through and I did an inventory of guitars that sold and it's 75 to 25 in favour of electric guitar pickups. So I've got to go, because I'm building less guitars now um, due to going back to work full time, teaching work, um, I've just got to focus on what actually sells and electric guitar, electric guitar pickups are the way to go. So that's me. Uh, I've ha- I'll have some pic- uh, some pictures and some videos up of some latest builds that I'm just about to finish. Um, I have finished that Romeo and Juliet piezo to electric convert uh, this afternoon. It's ready to go. Um, so I'll be taking photos of that this afternoon. It'll be on the website. And the other one I've just I will be finishing this afternoon or sometime early next week or this week coming is uh, one of my electric guitars that jig joint rocker style uh it will be up and finished and ready to go so that's me in a nutshell that's what i've been doing um cigar boxes are stupidly expensive in australia and go (laughs) 
Well, I, for the price that you see them, you, you you would expect to have cigars in it. Yeah. Yes, so you could smoke them. Yep. And I'm not even a I'm not even a smoker anymore, but I I, I do remember the days of having a nice cigar, and um, I. All right, the reason I'm saying this, people, if you, if you haven't noticed, I, I did put a, a, a post up on Instagram and on my page, Facebook page, of a cigar box which was being sold on eBay for $45. Oh, no. Um, plus $15 shipping. So if I wanted that, and it was a vintage, look, it was vintage. It was probably a 1960s or 1970s cigar box, I'm guessing. But as you said, for that for sixty dollars delivered, it'd want to have some cigar cigars in it, or at least enough floating tobacco in it that I could make a rolly. You know, <laughs> it's, I just thought it's it's absolutely insane. And then I had messages coming in from the US, where you know, and you do see it on Instagram and and on Facebook where people have gone to a tobacconist and for, you know, they said, Oh, look, I went to the tobacconist and they just gave these to me. And there'll be like 20 boxes of cigar boxes that we would never, ever, ever see here in Australia. Mm. And, um, I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we don't have, we don't have as big, uh, and we definitely don't have as big a cigar smoking culture in Australia as, as they, as, as, they do in the states or even you know maybe through yeah. Europe, but it, it's painful when you see people with you know. It, I watched an old video of CB Giddy the other day, and um, their storeroom for cigar boxes is just insane. But I was talking to I got to say this though I was talking to Ben Baker recently, um, maybe six months ago, um, and. I was talking with him, and he was actually even saying himself with the that the, with the bigger boxes, they're actually finding it difficult now to actually get the bigger boxes. Um, he was at the, that point in time, and I was actually chatting with him about maybe importing some. This is while COVID was in its, I think, just in its wind down here in Australia, so America wasn't posting to Australia. Yeah. Um, and it, but for Australians here, and I think there's a lot of places in Europe. So if you're listening in Spain at the moment, or if you're listening in Central Europe, it, it can be very, very, very difficult to get cigar boxes. I think there's even some places like like Spain. I think you're not actually even allowed to import them, or, there, or something like I heard something. So there, I think there are places in Europe where it's actually very difficult to actually even obtain a cigar box. So yeah. I wanted to chat with you today because. You have never built... You've built, I think, you're nearing 20 guitars? No, no, um, 13. 13, okay. So you're on your way to 20. Yeah. Um, almost. And, almost, yeah. And um, But you've you've never built one. Um, where, no, what, what are you no, doing for bodies? What, what have you decided to do instead? Well, I, I just pretty much um, build them out of anything I can find. Um like, I tried looking for a cigar box guitar. I went to a tobacconist in the city, mm. and um, I said, do you have any cigar boxes, empty ones? And they just looked at me funny. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like I was, you know, like an idiot or something. Yeah. And um, 
So, yeah, and then I just thought I, I had ply in my shed and I just started making them out of ply. Yeah. To begin with. Um, and yeah, and then I then I moved on to tree trunks. <laughs> That's right. That's a beautiful <laughs> guitar with, 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 the, with the tree trunk hole in it. That was lovely. Mm. That was really beautiful. Yeah, and like even even the one I uh, gave you, that's out of a tree. Out of a tree. Yeah. Um, the whole body of it. Um, yeah. So it's just got it's I got just, a lovely resonant tone that guitar too. Mm. It's it really 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 does. It's it's quite lovely. And um, then I then I moved on to um because I had I had hardwood palings. Yeah. Then I made then I made one out of um. Uh, a paling, so it's just looking for the um, how do you say it? The challenge in in making it out of something different, mm. you know. Like, like I, I didn't really doubt to plan to make it out of a tree trunk, yeah. It was there, you know, so, yeah. So I thought I'd give it a go. Well, it go good, mate. It go good. Um, so, what am I doing instead of using cigar boxes? Um, well, I'm using I'm using forty forty two mil by nineteen mil lengths of either oak or Maranti, oak or Maranti to um, to build the bodies, the sides. Uh, four mil, four mil. Marine ply for the backs to add some stability, sturdiness, and um, three mil, uh, three mil industrial ply for the tops to, to give it lighter, lighter top. Um, mm. I'm also using. Um, you can get them from, and they're expensive, but I'll, I will explain why. Uh, you can actually actually get uh, from Art supply places there are these timber frames that you can get which have a ply back on them and they're about i think 20 25 25 20 or 25 centimeters long by about 20 centimeters wide which is a nice size for a cigar box guitar and all you've basically yeah. got to do is just put a ply put a ply top on it they don't need reinforcing so much because they're quite strong. They're they're about a centimetre thick. Um, yeah. They're a nice depth. I find that they're a really nice depth. Um, those are actually... Now, I used to be able to get them for $45 on sale, right, for, the, for a box yeah. of five. I went in last week to check to see if I... Because I was going to build the Duke Joint Rockers again. And I've been building the bodies, but it's been taking... I've mentioned this to you during the week. It's been taking me half an hour to build the body sides, the back with the back yeah. and then the top and cut it. And that's... For, so 30 minutes, really, per body. Um, so to build five, it's two and a half hours of, of labour, which yeah. when I only get maybe four to five hours a week build time... It, yeah. It's 
it's too, it's too much time invested in in just building the box. That's not even that's not even neck building. That's just building a box. So I thought, oh look, stuff it. I'll go and check them out. And I was expecting to see them for what they went up to, which was fifty nine dollars. And I thought that was pricey. Well, I went in and they're yeah. seventy nine dollars for five boxes now. Right, yes. and that was that was that was very that was a difficult. That was a very difficult thing to do. I ended up going for it. I ended up saying, yes, all right, I'll get the five of them um, for $79. And the reason is they worked out at $16 each. Yeah. Now, the, the majority of the work is done. You know, it's done. The backs and the sides are all done. The only thing I need to then do is, is cut the ply down for the top, sand it all, make sure it's all uh, comfortably comfortable on the body and then I can do finish and like finish prep, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. um, Mark, for example, here in Australia, Mark does sell pre-made cigar boxes. Um, uh, blanks. I think they're about $22 each. And then I was, I was weighing that up plus shipping. So I was kind of, I was weighing everything up and I thought for five of them, well, that ends up being over a hundred dollars. And I'm not knocking them. Go and use them because they're, they're wonderful boxes. If you're not sure, if you're here in Australia and you want to do some cigar box guitar building, chat to Mark at CBG Emporium. Um, look him up uh, online. He does the boxes. They're great. They've got the hinges. They open, close. They're great. Um, but it's not what I'm building at the moment and not the type of style that I was building at the moment. So I decided not to go with those. But those boxes can be really, really good. Or... As I was saying, just build it. Just build the box. Um, I've also been doing, I've just started uh, some prep work on uh, license plate guitars. So I've got about seven or eight license plates here. I've got one I'm finding really interesting. I've done a lot of prep on it, ready to go, is uh, a guitar I'm doing for a fella in the States. Um, and I've had to be very careful with that because it's a, it's a vintage license plate that he's given me to work on, I think from like 1959. And a penny, yeah. which is going to go in the headstock. So what I've had to do is I built a cigar. I built one last week where I'd ghosted the uh, the pickup underneath the license plate, and I used a very powerful pickup, a standard pickup set into the light, underneath the license plate. Now I'm going to say this, and some people may stamp their feet and jump up and down, but ghosting cigar ghosting pickups does not work. It's it's very simple. It's very very simple. If you if the Pickup itself is too, and the reason I'm saying this is because I want some finger room underneath the strings between the strings and the top of the body. All right. So if your guitar yeah. strings are almost touching the body, yeah, you could you could pick this pickup could pick up that signal. But if you want some space between the strings and the top of the board, so you can get your fingers in there and dig it when you're picking, and you're not going to scratch the top, you can't ghost them. The, the, the strings yeah. have to pass through that magnetic field of the pickup effectively at an optimum point to get the signal, you know, to, to create that voltage um, to go to the amp. And if it's not going through, if the strings are rotating too far away from the pickup, the signal is incredibly weak. And it's as simple as that and noisy. So you pick up extra noise. There's a whole range of things that, that, that happen that are a mess. So I tried doing it. I, on on a different on a guitar that I built, and I found I had to cut a hole in the top of the pickup the plate 
and put the pickup in. So what I've decided instead, and this is, again, coming back to the question of expensive cigar box guitar, cigar boxes and building your own, you do have to experiment a little bit because I've had to experiment with this. I'm actually going to use a jazz pickup, which is attached to the neck and not attached to the the neck, uh, in the neck position and actually not... uh, not it won't be touching the the license plate at all but it will sit above the license plate just at the front yeah so you know that that's yeah you do have to experiment sometimes when you're trying something uh a little bit different i mean do you find the same um well like i think i I experimented for the first time um when I uh, when I was um, fixing the neck on me uh, Jack Daniels guitar, yeah, um, like like wasn't much of a sound when when I played it acoustically. So um, I was just filling around, and then I might put a spring in it. Um, to help it help with the sound. Yeah. But um, and then then uh, and I I think I, I told you this the other day, or or last night, um, that I cut um the the Milo tin lid. Yes. I cut the rim off around it and um and stuck it underneath the uh on. Oh, the neck tenon. Can't think of it. Yeah, on the neck, and then, and I put a put a spring next to it. Yeah. So when it played, it, it'll bounce up and hit the tin. Huh? So so it sort of makes it sound a bit um, resonated. So. Resonating vibrator, you should call it. Yeah, I don't think I'll go with that. <laughs> But um, yeah, like it sounds a lot, a little bit better. Yeah, um, not even seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably down the it's shed. Somewhere. It's probably down. Oh the no, shed. there it is. Right there. Yeah. It's right behind me. Oh, that's the Jack Daniels. Yeah. We'll get it down. Let's have a listen. Oh. So just explaining. Darren's getting up and he's getting his Jack Daniels guitar and bringing it to the front. Oh, just. Try out a bottle of Jack Daniels to go with it. Yep. <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah, I can. It, it's doing that funny out of face thing, of course. Oh, he's, I think, oh, he's, are you going to plug it in? I'm going to plug her in. Oh, Christ. Here we go, guys. Do, that do, didn't sound do, good. Do, <laughs> Do one, just one string at a time. One string at a time because it, the the there's a phasing issue with the with the computer. That's awesome. That's a, it's, it's like a, turn it up again. Yeah. Now I'm going to call it the resonating vibrator. <laughs> I 
me slide on. Yeah, no, it's 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 gonna it, it's gonna phase it in and out. It's kind of got that. It sounds like it's going through a, a flanger or something. It's like wow, wow. It's all... <laughs> yeah, maybe I should put the uh, the tin in. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all. All right. So guys, I hope we've given you a couple of ideas of what we do um, when cigar boxes are a little difficult to get, or you know, when you're a cheap ass like Dazza and you don't want to buy one at all. So, <laughs> so moving on, I thought to to just to finish off the show today, um, we might have a chat about a, a couple of couple of um, bands that maybe you should pop it if you can go and check them out. Um, the first one I did have a look on Apple, and they don't seem to have any albums or any music recorded for Apple, but they tend to do a lot of live stuff. So if you look on Instagram, if you look on Facebook, I think if you look up YouTube as well, um, I think they tend to be closely associated maybe with C- uh, CB Giddy um, or Cigar Box Nation. Um, and the band is actually called um, Cigar Box Serenaders. So that's one. Now, the thing that I love about Cigar Box Serenaders is that for the, it was the very first time I've heard someone someone playing a cigar box guitar, mm. and like, how do I say this? Okay, Justin Johnson has a way of playing. He's like a real Delta blues player, right? He's a real Delta guy. He's a jack of all trades, really, but he has a lot of that kind of real to me. That there's a lot of that New Orleans kind of feel, or. Uh, you know, blues feel, hill country blues. He does a lot of that sort of stuff, and he does it really, really, really well. Uh, and he can make a cigar box guitar sound absolutely incredible. Shane Spiel kind of approaches it to me from a, a, a kind of like a um, an appellate. Like he's in, to me, he's an appellation thrash metalist, right? You know, like he's he's got this real aggressive kind of style about him that sounds brilliant. However, please go and check out his latest um, YouTube or Instagram video where he does where he does a, a rendition of Amazing Grace on a six-string broomstick guitar, and it is spectacular. It is amazing. But and then you have Mike Snowden, for example, again, Mike Snowden's got that real Louisiana kind of kind of blues uh, gumbo kind of. It's just got that fat, really groovy kind of. Um, blues feel as well. But these guys are different. These guys have a, a real, to me, like a real jazz, um, real kind of classical jazz bent, almost. Uh, and the band itself play all homemade instruments. The drum kit's made out of um, big plastic containers, boxes, ice cream, sco- like ice cream containers, big industrial size... Yeah oil drums and things like that like it's it's all homemade the cigar the guitar is a homemade cigar box guitar uh which he plays in the most beautiful of ways like he's it, it is an amazingly set up instrument because he is is spot on and the bass is uh a, like a wardrobe bass like a wardrobe door bass it's it's built out of a wardrobe door or something like that and he, i think they actually use um yeah, and it, it's they are incredible. I don't have music to share with you today, unfortunately, because um, um, go and check them out. 
against Cigar Box Serenaders. I actually um, looked them up yep. today while I was working outside, and they do have a CD oh. on Apple Music. I looked them up. I couldn't find it. Let me see again. Yeah, I did look them up. Hang on. Let me see if I can get them on the old. Okay. Well, there you go. I stand, I stand well and... Maybe I spelt it wrong. Uh, it is their Cigar Box Serenaders. I'll have to download them because they are absolutely spectacular. Um, yeah, I'll definitely... Oh, is that funny? Okay. Um, let me just see if I can get these get them up here. Cigar Box S-E-R-E-N-A-D-E-R-S Serenaders. Ah, there they are. There we yeah, go. They are. Here we go. Samurai Shuffle. Let's play a little bit. So I'm not a liar. Nope. So, I mean, you get the you get the drift, and <laughs> the uh, the old black and white movies where they don't talk. Yeah, the old yeah the talkies. No, not the talkies. The the, the, the silent silent era. Yeah. They are incredible, and that music is being played. You'd think it'd be played on like a Macafery guitar or something like that, mm. uh, but it's not. It's a cigar box guitar. So it just shows that the the music that can be created with these instruments is is only um you know it's it's totally up to you as to what you know what you put out um the other thing was so the other thing was uh the other piece the other band uh well there's an individual um and i think it's called cigar box is cigar box guitar oh cigar no no it's not cigar box guitar it's cigar box Man. Man, I tried looking looking him up on. Uh, I've written Binox. Okay, that's that's me. Sorry, cigar Binox. Okay, cigar box man. Um, it's like Latin Latin infused blues. Um, he does sing. Um, I I think in uh, and I apologise if it's not. But he does speak. He, he does sing in Spanish. Um, he. He also sings in English. There's only four, maybe, tracks out on um, on Apple, which I did download. Here, I'll just I'll play a little bit. But he has again. He's got that real Latin kind of feel. Mm. This. So, I'm sorry, just trying to pause it before I hit that 15-second mark. Um, <laughs> are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, hang on. Because yeah, I, 
So I listened to both of them today. Yeah. And um, I must say, I'd probably go more into um, the Scarbox Serenaders. Yeah, Serenaders, yeah. Than, yeah. Yeah, the, the Scarbox man, he, he just sounded like the Beatles in their uh, experimental days <laughs> to me. Isn't it funny? Because I was th- when I first saw a picture of him on Instagram, um, the very first thing that I thought was... Val Kilmer doing The Doors in that movie. Do you remember that? I thought, as soon as I saw him, I thought, oh, my God, he looks like Val Kilmer being, um, um, what's his name? Um, Oh, my God, isn't that terrible? I just forgot his name. Um, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Uh, He's he's just, yeah, yeah, I thought, wow, he's he's got a real personality about him and a real kind of charisma that's very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing I do really, really like about about him is that uh, there's a couple of videos. There's a video that he just put up. If you go to his Instagram page, I put um, a link up to his Instagram in the group. Or uh, no, uh, sorry, on the um, on the Instagram page for the show for this for this podcast. Um, so there is a link there to his Instagram profile. Uh, check out one of his videos because he does actually show you roughly how he actually builds the guitars that he plays. Oh, okay. And it's very, very, very cool. It's very cool. So um, definitely go and check those. So there's two bands that we. S- suggest you go and check out um cigar box serenaders if you haven't heard of them already please go and check them out they are spectacular um and then uh cigar box man he's been i think his tracks go back to 2017 uh, he hasn't released full albums or anything but if he did man i'd buy them they're, they're great they're really enjoyable mm-hmm. i listened to four or five of his songs back to back today and they're great. They're really that you know. It doesn't matter. It trans- transcends whatever language it's being spoken. I couldn't give a damn. But the music's great. Plays really, really. You know, it sounds great. He's got a cool style about him. Um, so yeah. All right. So two bands to go and check out next time we do the podcast, which hopefully will be in, in a fortnight. So that's two weeks. Um, maybe we'll try and do this every every couple of weeks. And um, oh, yeah. you know and. Yep. I'll try this. I've actually discovered there's a couple more that if you haven't heard of, we're going to introduce. I'll play like 10, 15 seconds of their song so we don't get flagged, you know, by, by, um, uh, yeah, Apple or anything like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not getting paid. We don't get paid to do this by anyone. We're not being promote. We're not promoting, you know, anything else. Um, oh, man, you thought I was getting paid. So, yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, speaking of which, guys, speaking of which, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal, right? There's quite a few things out there that could be very, very interesting. There's some options for the show going forward, which could be um, buying kits, um, you know, things like that. Uh, There there could be some interesting maybe video content coming up that Darren and I could get involved in, as in, you know, we we turn a camera on and basically we we both have the same kit and we just build and, you know, do a live build. And then, you know, I don't know, Darren's got a look of worry on his face. I'm, I'm worried because I'm worried about doing something that, you know, because Darren's got this very cool natural build. Oh, man, it's like, it would be fun. But 
we got to do this type of thing. So if you're interested in doing that type of stuff, yes, I, I am going to talk about it. We do have a, uh, there is a, um, uh, a Patreon um, set up for the show. If you do want to support the show, that might be something that we might be able to start doing if we can get some support for the show. So we might actually start getting out there and getting some kits, getting some equipment, doing some reviews um, where... I'm interested in doing product reviews for companies, but I don't want them to send me stuff and then, you know, for me to, for, for me to kind of feel compelled to say, hey, look, yeah, it's really good. I, I want to go and buy the stuff myself, use it, and then give a real, real review, like real, you know, so if we could get a few people jumping on board, seeing if that's interesting, if you want to support the show, man, a buck a month. You know, if you can, if we can get a few, enough people on there trying to do that, we can put some money together to actually get some things, and yeah, we'll just start doing some reviews as well. I mean, I'm I'm all I'm all in for this. It's it's, um, you know, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not connected to any of the three big suppliers, whether it's CB Giddy, CBG Emporium, or MGB. I'm not affiliated with any of them. I'm not sponsored by them. I'm not endorsed by them. This is the only cigar box. Uh, or Roots Instrument um, channel on doing the doing the doing the pod stuff. Um, what is it? What do we call this thing again? Um, I've just gone blank. I've got a brain fart. What do we do? It's a radio show. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> Podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. I just went. Yeah, total brain fart. Um, so it is the only one out there, guys. So I have been very lax over the last couple of years with the show. Okay, so for that, I do apologize. Um, we want to bring it back. We want to get back to... I'm back to where I was three years ago before I opened the shop, working, teaching, and doing my cigar box guitar business on the side. I love teaching people how to um, build and repair their own guitars. And, you know, at the end of the day, I love doing this. So if we can get your support, um, it would be very, very, very cool. Um, you know, if we can get a few people getting it, yeah, it would be awesome to do some unbiased reviews on kits, on product. Um, let's see what happens. Um, bumps on seats, man. That's that's what we want. And the biggest, uh, to be honest with you, the best way that you can actually support the show isn't financially. The best way you can support the show is to get your mates to start listening to the show as well. All right? So if you can tell your yeah. friends about it, share the show with your friends, um, give us a review on... Uh, on Apple, um, you know, if you can give us a positive review. <laughs> My mum always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> well, I better not tell the truth then. No, absolutely not. <laughs> well, not, that now, not now you know I'm not paying you for this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, must... I can give a bad review. Well, here's the thing, guys. Uh, Darren, at the moment, Darren, Darren builds for himself. Darren builds because he just loves building them. Um I would be all for Darren getting out there and selling his stuff as well. Um, but if and ever he wants to, I'd, I'd be more than happy to give him a hand to, to, to do it. But, um, you know, at the moment, Darren, you just build for you because you love it, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. I like, uh, like I love guitars. I've always have. And, um, and like, since I've become a grandfather, I, um, yeah, um, I just want to have something to leave grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, because you are much older than me. 
Hey? <laughs> you are much older than oh, me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You, you decades. Yeah. <laughs> not at all, guys. Not at all. All right. Well, that's. I think that's that's the show done today, guys. Um, cigar box, cigar box, guitar, whinging and bitching over and done with for another fortnight. Um, stick with us. Yes. Give us a review. So sounds like a plan. Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Sounds good. All right, we people. Just, we just put it together and build. That's it. All right. Well, we're going to shuffle off. Go and have a great week. Get out there, get into your workshops, go and build something cool. And uh, by all means, if you... And go and play a guitar. Yeah, go and play them as well. Um, If you know of or would like to be interviewed uh, and tell your story about uh, building cigar box guitars, please email me at birdwood.guitars at gmail.com. You can always also get in contact with me via the website, which is at birdwoodguitars.com. Um... So birdwoodguitars.com, that is the web, the, the web address, and birdwood.guitars at gmail.com is the email. So please get in contact with us if you want to tell your story or you think you might be able to uh, put me in touch with someone who would like to tell their story. All right, I'm out of here. Are you out of here? I'm out of here. I've been out of here for a while. Yep. <laughs> All right, mate. All the best. And everybody else, we will catch you soon.